It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, we're going to go to the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline now. And we have Mike Turpin and Todd Lamb with us this morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the program, Todd Lamb. How are you this morning? Hello. Yeah, Todd Lamb, you're on the air. Good morning. I got you loud and clear. I, I, I listened to the weather recap. Could you repeat for me the weather report from the Canute International Airport? What is it? Yeah, yeah it's 45 yeah. degrees at the Canute International. 45 degrees at Canute International. Well, good morning, Canute. And good morning, Western Oklahoma. I thought I'd throw that in for your the your benefit this morning. Also, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, also with us this morning is the one and only Mike Turpin. Good morning, Mike. Don't bring me down. Don't bring me down. Go ahead. <laughs> good, good to have both of you on the program. We want to, first of all, uh, Mike, give us a plug. Who's going to be on the show this week? I think you have a special guest on Flashpoint this Sunday on Channel 4. Robert Henry, for those that don't remember, former Attorney General, former president of uh, Oklahoma City University, former federal judge, back home, but get ready to head west to Seattle, Washington. I mean, to live there. But he's going to tell us on the show his five favorite Republicans that he's worked with in his life. He's still a Democrat, so he's going to talk objectively about his five favorite Republicans in the great state of Oklahoma. That's the show. Thank you. I suspect uh, that Henry Bellman might be on that list. I'm just, I'm guessing. He did the foreword to Henry Bellman's book, so I think you're, I think you're pretty accurate on that one. Go ahead. Very good. So uh, maybe so. We will. No, Governor Nye's Democrat. That's what I'm saying. Well, he said the five favorite Republicans. Mustafa. Oh yeah, there you go. All right. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> and also, it's anniversary time for Mike and your lovely wife. You want to talk about that? Happy anniversary. Yes. Well, Susan and I got married 35 years ago yesterday, and uh, we have a perfect marriage. I don't try to run her life, and I don't try to run mine either. So that's, how, that's why it's worked so doggone well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, congratulations <laughs> on a wonderful anniversary. And, uh, we, yes, th- indeed you, it is. Now, 35 years ago, would that put you about the time you were the attorney general, or is that close? Yeah, yes. Todd can start relating to this. I, I, I had just got beat for governor. And it was time to, you know, pick up the pieces and move on. Well, part of that was finally marrying the woman that I loved after dating. She reminds me for six years. So that, that's how it all happened. And we were in Kauai, Hawaii. I had a ring. I had a layaway. I got it out. I took it with me. We're over there for a conference where I'm speaking in Hawaii to the attorney general's conference. And we turned the conference into our wedding. We got married in Kauai, Hawaii in the courthouse there. And we've been married for 35 years plus one day since. It was on December 6th. She didn't want to do it on Pearl Harbor Day. We did not want to do it on Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th in Hawaii, of course. Yeah. And so we December 6th. Todd, that's what I did, Todd, after I got beat for governor. That's what a, did Todd Lamb I mean, do to pick up the pieces after he got beat for governor? Imagine imagine all the, all the uh, leverage, all the rhyming, all the mileage. You personally would have got out of getting married on the day of infamy. I mean, I could just hear all of the after-dinner speeches, the one-liners, the cliches. But once again, Susan prevailed in running your life also. It's December 6th, not December 7th. Happy anniversary plus one day, Mike Turpin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Very good. Well, let's <laughs> let's talk about the debate last night. That's on the minds of a lot of people, even though the, that particular network, a lot of people still not sure how to get hook up with the nation news. Um, 
so you know because it's on it's on a different channel and so that the honestly that that's the poorest viewed debate so far uh, so you let's start with our republican todd lamb what were your thoughts uh, as you reviewed that this morning well, I, I reviewed it this morning, and the fact that it was the least viewed debate so far, I am one of the citizens that made it the least viewed. I've read post-debate analysis. I have seen clips. I've watched uh, the barbs and the give and take of every candidate, but I did not sit and watch it. Matter of fact, when I, the first clip I saw, when I saw Megyn Kelly as a moderator, I thought, what year is this, 2004? Uh, well, that explains why, because it was – the network, which she, uh, I think, has a show or does some some uh, some appearances from time to time, uh, and and to your point, also being the least viewed debate thus far, uh, former Governor Chris Christie is thankful for it. Uh, Nikki Haley took a lot of uh, barbs from Vivek Ramaswamy, and uh, I think Ramaswamy is attempting to be the alternative to Trump. Trump in his Trump-esque attacks. And really, just sophomoric. Um, you know, uh, I've been very critical of Donald Trump, former President Trump, on on the Flashpoint show, uh, and I'll continue to be so. I don't think he needs to be the nominee. Uh, I won't vote for him in the primary. Uh, but I don't think uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has the moral uh, challenge that Donald Trump does. But he's ever bit of sophomoric and immature. And I personally don't want a commander in chief in the Oval Office. Jeb Bush said it in the primary. Eight years ago, I don't think he can insult your way to the Oval Office. Well, Donald Trump did. Vivek Ramaswamy is trying to do the same thing. I think he's very bright. He's very intelligent. He brings something to the conversation, but also at the same time, he lowers the level of debate, debate by how he attacks and slanders people, and he's just so sophomoric. So I think the winner last night was Ron DeSantis, almost by default. I still think uh, Ricky Haley uh, will, will climb in the polls a little bit, but that's, that's some of my analysis from last night. So Nikki Haley, uh, apparently, according to the pundit, she came out uh, on top of the debate and is moving up. Uh, so I thought one of Ramaswamy's quotes that I liked was that he told, uh, you know, the governor from New Jersey that he needed to get out of the race and go have a meal, something to that effect. Uh, Mike Turpin, your thoughts about the, the, uh, the debate last night? So he was making fun of... Uh... Chris Christie's weight was is that yeah, the idea? Go yeah, have I think a meal. So. Go have a meal, but you need to get out of the race. Yeah, yeah, and that's some and that's something how they are. He just like Trump. He likes to insult people, like 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 Todd said. Don't forget, Trump's already called Nikki Haley a bird brain. So for all the women out there, I'm not talking to the men. I'm not talking to the men watching listening to your show right now. I'm talking to the women listening to your show right now all over Western Oklahoma. Donald Trump calls an accomplished human being like Nikki Haley. He calls her a bird brain. He likes to make fun of her intellect. He likes to belittle her as a woman. Let's not get past that very quickly. That insults me. I've got a daughter. Todd's got a daughter. i got a granddaughter. Harold, you got a daughter. How can we put up with a guy that belittles women every time he has a chance to, and he calls Nikki Haley, perhaps one of his biggest challenges right now, a bird brain? That's not funny. That's insulting. Can he insult his way back to the top again? I guess we're going to find out. But to answer your question directly, Chris Christie said, if Trump is our nominee, we will not only lose the presidency again, but we will lose both houses of Congress and we will lose races up and down the ticket. I don't know if that's true or not. I really don't. But that's what Chris Christie says. And the Republican Party's got to take a, you know, a look at that possibility. 
and decide what's going to happen. I still say Trump won't be the nominee, but I'm not stupid. It's getting closer and closer to the time to decide, meaning Iowa, New Hampshire, et cetera. Unbelievable times, but it's still the greatest country on earth, and I like the noise of democracy. President Buchanan said, I like the noise of democracy. And that's what Todd and I rely on, on Flashpoint. Harold, you've been right there with us on the show, The Noise of Democracy. We certainly have a lot of noise today, and there's no doubt about that. Well, in the in the debate last night, uh, some are saying that uh, uh, that that it, it, it really doesn't matter. And, and Trump's not showing up to the debates because apparently it doesn't, doesn't matter. But somebody told me yesterday, a doctor friend, actually, who supported he, – he says that he doesn't like Nikki Haley, though, because she is a, a Cheney, Liz Cheney, number two. Todd Lamb, what are your thoughts about that comment? What's wrong with Liz Cheney? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Todd. Did we lose Todd? Todd, are you there? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was being methodical. Um my response to that is couched in how, how I view other um, individuals that Donald Trump endorsed and or appointed to his cabinet and then turned on, whether it's uh, the last attorney general, Bill Barr, or the first attorney general, Jeff Sessions, turned on both, endorsed Ron DeSantis, now attacks him, uh, appointed uh, Nikki Haley, if, if, if she's such a bird brain. As Donald Trump says, why would he, Donald Trump, who's smarter than anybody, knows the best and is brilliant in his own uh, self-assessment, why'd he make her uh, UN ambassador? He did that. The most important, uh, one of the most important for, uh, international relations position in the entire country, ambassador to the UN, to the United States, and he appointed Nikki Haley. So for your doctor friend, who I probably know very well, and you've been probably introduced me to him, and he's been very helpful to me. I would say that Donald Trump thought enough of her to appoint her U.N. ambassador. So um, I don't think she's a Liz Cheney number two. And, you know, before Liz Cheney was very objective about Donald Trump, everybody praised her and thought she was wonderful, one, because of her heritage, her lineage, and her DNA, but also her own right as a strong member of Congress from Wyoming. But she got beat because yes. uh, she didn't support uh, Trump and was on the uh, right. January 6th uh, commission. So... You said, uh, Mike. And imagine, imagine the Republican Party nominating a woman who's the daughter of immigrants. I mean, just hear me, folks. Legal. I'm old enough where I can say whatever I think because I'm not running for a darn thing. <laughs> You've heard me say, you guys have heard me say it before. The biggest challenge in Oklahoma, the biggest challenge in America, yes, the biggest challenge on the planet right now, I get to say this because I'm older. I didn't say wiser, but I just get to say what I think, is the multi-ethnic family of humankind. The multi-ethnic family of humankind. We're all in this thing together. All of us need all of us. Do you feel me? Do you hear me? And for the Republican Party to nominate a woman, an accomplished woman, a wonderful human being, who I met about eight, nine, ten years ago with Mary Fallon. We were all in D.C. together. I sat down and had you know a dinner with him for two hours. She has no idea who I am, Nikki Haley. But I grew to respect her right then, getting to know her. You know, personal contact alters opinions. You get to know somebody. This is a wonderful human being. And for Trump and anybody else to belittle her because she's a woman and call her names like bird brain and all that, it kind of drives me crazy. But for the Republican Party to nominate the, the, the daughter of immigrants would be one of the greatest days in world history. I didn't say American history. I said world history. I'll stop talking. It sounds like I'm going to head up her campaign for president. I'm not doing that, but I'm pretty excited about her candidacy. 
We're going to take a quick break. Uh, it won't take long. We'll be back with the continuation of uh, our program this morning with Todd Lamb and Mike Turk- Turpin. All right. Uh, we're here at Toddfest, their new edition. I'm with David Toddfest. David, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Well, we're expanding, um, and we're hoping to have this thing open just pretty soon. So tell us a little bit about what you're going to put in here. My wife would kill me, Harold. You know that. So you can't tell us what you're going to be doing here? Tell, no, talk, no. Talk to us. No. You can see what's going on. I just can't let you know what it is yet. All right, folks. You just need to be prepared. Top Fest, their new edition here in downtown Weatherford. This Christmas season, let's take a moment to reflect on the true meaning of this time of the year. Hello, this is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. As we gather with loved ones and exchange gifts, let's not forget the greatest gift of all, the blessings the Lord has provided. Christmas is a time to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the embodiment of God's love and grace. In the midst of the festive lights and spending time with those we love, let's remember the profound blessings that surround us every day. In the spirit of the season, let's extend a helping hand to those in need, just as the Lord has blessed us. Whether it's donating to charity or simply spreading kindness, let's be a beacon of light for others. So this Christmas, let's celebrate the true meaning, the love, compassion, and blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon us. From our family to yours, may this Christmas be a reminder of the abundant blessings that surround us. Merry Christmas, everyone. Brian Vacca and Briley Vacca are investment advisor representatives of an advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Hey, high school juniors, CK Energy's Youth Tour Contest is underway. If you are a high school junior that attends a school in CK Energy's service territory, don't miss this opportunity. You can win an all-expense-paid trip to Washington, D.C., and a $1,000 scholarship. For complete details, visit ckenergy.coop, talk to your school counselor, visit our Facebook page, or give us a call. Committed to our youth, that is part of the CK Energy commitment. CK Energy, we light up your life. All right, S&D Drug is ready to help you start checking off that Christmas list. Ready? Go! Okay, shopping for the kids. Got it? Legos, games, books, puzzles, Tonka trucks, dolls. Okay, what about the preteens, teens, and let's be honest, the dads? RC cars, drones, Bluetooth speakers, earbuds, done. Okay, let's move on to the women. Swig mugs, candles, home decor, so much crafting supplies. Got any OU, OSU fans on your list? Perfect. S&D Drug has something for them, too. S&D even has all the things to stuff those stockings full. Woo, we did it. Check off your Christmas list at S&D Drug on Frisco and Clinton. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma. Our guests on the program, Mike Turpin and Todd Lamb. Okay, Mike, we got a comment from a listener on our text machine this morning. Stir it up, stir it up. It says, when liberal, when liberal Turpin is bragging on Haley, it's all you need to know, she's a rhino. (laughs) Yeah, that's like when Mike compliments me on the show. I'm like, Mike, stop helping me. You're hurting me. Well, in the... <laughs> it was if you're a man or a woman, or do you know? Uh, I mean, the listener. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it was a man. And he, okay. Of course, it was a man. So of he, course, he, it was a man. So he also God, he wait. also says here allowing these men to beat up on women. So here now, he wasn't beating up on her. He was criticizing you. He was beating up on you. <laughs> but he okay. beat up on you a little bit, Todd. He says, "Oh, here we go, okay. Todd. Democrat light." Wants to go limp, <laughs> wants to go limp wrist. Tough times no, need need a tough leader with tough talk. Thank you. I love it when, when, I, when I get criticized for that. I, I think about all the time I was in the trenches in the legislature, uh, you know, going through those going through those battles, whatever the issue you. was. 
Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just stuff makes me smile. But hey, that's fine. That's the great thing about our country. You can crit- criticize leaders, former leaders, public officials, former public officials, and people in the media that pretend to be on the media. That's one great thing about our country. So hey, I'm glad that guy's listening because he's helped paying this bill. So that's, that's great. So Nick, also, yeah. we have another yeah, listener, I, Rick Walker. I said, agree with all that. Thank Rick, you, Todd. And, Rick, and, and, and by the way, uh, the, the listener that said what he said about me. Uh, just thanks for listening. Yeah. And, and spitballs of the battleship. I mean, I can take it. Go ahead. Okay, so this Rick Walker says Nikki Haley is the only Republican candidate who can win the general election next November. Wow. What about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, I, well, I got a question real quick. And, and it goes back more to Mike than anything because Mike and his team, yeah. the Democrats, were trying to tell us what Trump was all about eight years ago. Yeah. Right? And now we're finally beginning to get it. The guy is but, a but, monster. But, but you, he's a monster, but, and he's been a monster now. For I can't some believe you're time. saying that. But he's going to win. I can't believe you're he, saying he's going to win, though. So yeah, he's win, yeah. But you, right? you, you guys, I, I just got to get this in and get it off my chest. I, I haven't, you know, been against Trump just because he won the nomination because he was, you know, you guys go back to the birther movement. He spent eight years in the birther movement trying to discredit the first black president America's ever had. I mean, I know people could criticize Barack Obama for a lot of things on issues and such, but not integrity, by the way. Very good family man, et cetera. But he spent eight years trying to prove that our first black president wasn't born in America. That's Donald Trump. That shows you where he is on the whole idea of all of us getting along. He's a racial arsonist. I, 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 didn't, say a, I didn't say a racist. I said a racial arsonist. He uses race to divide us wherever he can, like he did with the birther movement for eight years. Golly, guys, we can do better. we got to do better. Now, Mustafa, Mustafa to your, to, to yes, your point, Mustafa, to, to my dear friend Mike Turpin, don't give him too much credit on, on, on him being a, uh, a political prophet or, or, or foreshadowing. I mean, keep in mind, Mike has warned us about every Republican since 1976. <laughs> so, you know, he's going to get one right from 1976 forward, so... That's okay. That's fair. Right. That's, fair. <laughs> that's fair. We got a few minutes. I want to close out. With, He's got a point. He's got a point. Go ahead. I want to close out with hey, hey. top movies from Oklahoma. I'm out. Mike, you got to take this one. I'm out, I'm out from the top movies. <laughs> from Oklahoma about Oklahoma. What do you think? Mike? Well, Killers of the Flower Moon. <clears throat> I just traveled nationally last week, and everybody's asking me about it all over the country. Killers of the Flower Moon. Powerful story about the reign of terror in the early 20s over in the Osage Nation. People know the book by David Grant. He's in Oklahoma all the time doing book reviews. The, the movie is powerful. And I happened to look up, you know, who, who are the heroes in all movies of all times. And I just wanted to do it real quick. Number five, Will Kane in um, High Noon. Number four, Rick Blaine in Casablanca, you know, with Humphrey Bogart. Number mm-hmm. three, James Bond with Sean Connery. Number two, Indiana Jones. Of course, the Harrison Ford. And number one hero in all movies of all times, get ready, you know, Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch and To Kill a Mockingbird. So, so that kind of speaks to me. Now, now in the movies, the, the villains, and there's some villains in The Killers of the Flower Moon. I guarantee you there are if you haven't seen it yet. But number five villain of all time is Nurse Ratchet. You know, you remember her? The yes. Wicked West of the West, you know, is number four. And number three is Darth Vader. And number two is Norman Bates in Psycho with Hit- Howard Hitchcock. I mean, uh, Hitchcock, and, and number one, <clears throat> Alfred, number one is, get ready, number one villain of all time in all movies is a guy named Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. That's your movie review. I thought, I thought it was going to be Jaws. On a Thursday morning. 
<laughs> Todd, I thought what are you watching I, I would have guessed that wrong. You, you thought Jaws? The, yeah, Jaws. Yeah, Jaws. Yeah. And, hey, by the way, on Jaws, that proves that being involved in local politics and voting is important because the mayor in Jaws 2 is the same mayor that was in Jaws 1. Vote in your local elections. <laughs> good, <laughs> good point. Which, which, which proves what Steve Martin said in the movie uh, – Grand Canyon. He said, Seymour said, all life's riddles are answered in the movies. If you go to enough movies, every life riddle you can think of will be answered. And, and Todd just showed you one, the, you know, about the mayor in Jaws 1 and 2. So, you know, Local you know government. what part of the movie, Killers of the Fire Moon, I liked the most was the ending. I'm listening. Ending. Radio was the ending of that movie. Yeah. Oh, they, you're right. They cap- you're right. They capsulized, like, years of what happened in that uh, radio segment right at the end. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, as a radio guy, yeah. I loved it. So you got to go see it for that reason and, alone. And the producer and director of the movie had a bit part there. He did. He, he had a cameo the, part for himself. He was, he was the director, kind of, uh, yeah, exactly. of the orchestra. Anyway, hey, we got a, a picture in the uh, just moments ago. Cindy Munson sent us a photo, and it's a, a copy, a photo of our mug, KCLI mug. <laughs> uh, and uh, she says, my, my mug of choice this morning is the KCLI mug from Cindy Munson. Doesn't get any better. Well, all I'm hearing like is that, that Cindy Munson needs a Flashpoint mug is all I'm hearing. <laughs> we, we've, got, we've, got yeah. a, we've got a KCLI mug for both of you. As soon as I get them, yeah. to you, I'll bring them to Look you. Look forward to it. And I want a fly, hey. Flashpoint mug. I do, too. Get two of them, Harold. And by the way, you guys, remember this one. Okay. Don't forget, as we approach the Christmas season and such, the four stages of life. Number one, you believe in Santa Claus. Number two, you don't believe in Santa Claus. Number three, you become Santa Claus. And get ready. Number four, ho, 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 you begin to look like Santa Claus. I'm speaking for myself. Thank you, Harold. Thank you, Mr. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to both of you. We appreciate you taking the time to be on this, this show. We Todd Lamb, any, any oh, final oh, any oh. final Christmas uh, thought from you before we get out here? Because this will be the last program before Christmas and, and New Year's. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, you know, uh, Christmas, you think about the, the, the miracle of God putting on human skin and coming to earth, uh, first and foremost. Uh, I was with a dear, uh, a dear Jewish friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, rabbi at the Chabad here in Oklahoma City. I was with another Jewish businessman, friend of mine, supporter of UCO in my office yesterday. Happy Hanukkah and happy holidays to our uh, to our friends out there. Um, but I think about family also. Uh, we joke about it a lot. My dad was born in Canute, America, in 1935. He's now in heaven. So Merry Christmas to Canute. Merry Christmas to everybody on the show this morning. And Merry Christmas, Western Oklahoma. Thank, thank both of you for being on. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. Have a good one. Well said. All well right. said. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Todd Lamb and Mike uh, Turpin on the show this morning. Mustafa, well, what, what a, what a what way a, to start the day. Yeah, but, you know, very. Uh, I, I, I really think Trump uh, is underestimated. He will get the nomination and possibly win the election. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we know Biden will, is, says he's going to run if Trump, Trump runs. You and know, I will vote for, for Trump if he's in the well, election. Well, you don't have a choice if you're a party man, right? Well, no, you're you, not going to vote do for in a the Democrat, primary. Are you? You're doing the primary. Well, I've said from day one, I thought it was a waste of time to not get behind Trump in the beginning. Now, you call him a monster, though, and you've been saying— And he is a monster. No, he's not a monster. But I also said— He's not a monster. Wait a minute. Let me qualify That's a terrible term. Okay, then I retract that. It is a terrible term, but we're dealing with terrible what? 
Well, he has a way of being quite honest yes, about he does. things. And, and so when I'm honest and I'm calling him a monster, I get to be the victim no, here. No, no, I just think, no, no, you're not the victim. I'm just saying monster is too strong a word. Okay, then I, I'm i not going to change my thoughts about that. But I also said that he was a winner. That gummit, you, you, he wins. So do you want him as president? Do we have a choice? Yes, you do, because you'll have a choice between Biden and Trump. Oh, well, we know that. I'm not going to. Do you su- want someone I, that's half asleep? I'm not going to support the current president because I'm at odds with a lot of the things that have taken place on his administration. I don't like. More about the, policy. We policy? don't like this. Border policy is terrible. Yeah. Inflation is awful, off the charts. I'm not sure he even has a policy. I know so, he doesn't where it concerns the border. It's time for state news. Okay, then. Let's do this. <laughs> it's 34 minutes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're not even going to do state news this morning. How about that? Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.